This is So Far So Rare, a podcast about all things so rare. This week, I was joined by Dazzer, a.k.a. Darren, and we talked about lots of stuff. Disclaimer, I was a bit of a Debbie Downer. I don't know why. We just kept going over things that, that I that really pissed me off. Uh, the whole Blackpool thing, we tried to put it to bed. Talked about the Special Weekly, potentially disappointing prizes. Ended up coming fourth there, spoiler alert. Uh, we talked about the Legends and how disappointing that's been. We didn't dwell on it because I obviously talked about it last week. We talked about the future of thresholds, progression bars, blah, 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 and answered lots of your questions. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget, you can watch it on YouTube now. Look up 1.37pm uh, for the video version. So, Darren, a.k.a. Dazzer, I'm going to interchange between those by mistake throughout this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's been another big week on So Rare. There was the Special Weekly. There's loads to talk about. There was a ruling or a sort of clarification of rules we're going to talk about. But before we do all that, let people listen and know just a little bit about yourself so they can they can kind of judge you a little bit before we get stuck in. Cheers, John. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on the, on the show. Uh, I've been on the platform now. For quite a while, I suppose, November 2020. Um, took a long time to get on, which was probably more annoying because I could have bagged a few more bargains right at the start. Um, sort of dabble in the, the limited and rare market. Um, I've got a, a number of teams. I normally put out probably 10 to 15 teams on a weekend game week. Um, hopefully a few more in the, in the next few weeks. But yeah, I, I've got quite a lot of teams, quite a lot of cards that play. Um Quite successful since the limiteds came in. Uh, start of the start, I was a bit hesitant. Didn't know where the platform was going. Um, so basically, like I say, could have bought more cars quite quite easily. But yeah, when the limiteds came in, I made that decision to go with those players that I suppose that I wanted to have that were fun, um, mm. not just grinding teams out and trying to nick the ETH every week. So um, been on a while now. So I suppose I'm one of the the veterans, shall we say. A limited wheel, looking at some of the cards you have there. You got them at great prices compared to today. I see your uh, Bellingham and Pedri. And, I didn't um, even... Uh, well, someone asked a question about the about the cards that I had, and obviously I put them up, some of the ones I was picking, and I was like, I didn't even realise I had some of these cards. It was mm. compared to what they are now. Yeah, it's... Uh, again, like I say, it's always what ifs. Could have gone for more when they first came out. Um, yeah. yeah. There's some some beautiful cards there. Some guys playing absolutely great football at the minute as well. With Alexa Carlson, Gakpo, Veerman's been absolutely amazing since he's yeah. went to PSV. Some people sort of were worried that he, he wouldn't have the the same role with the likes of his Sangari over there. And there's a, a bit more competition than than he had at Herenveen. But yeah, he's done amazing. So it's been a big week. Um, there's a lot to talk about. I suppose you've been on here just to sort of clarify. You mentioned it there. I have your wee date just to give it a shout out. The 26th of November, 2020. So you were a pre-boomer. Yep. You were in just probably about six weeks after me. We managed to snag some bargains. Um, yep. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully you've, let me see. I'm going to go back in your gallery right to the start. Did uh, you get many? Did you make uh, it, take advantage of it? Do you have any? Yeah, like- I think so. Botman, Jonathan David, Fisharan. Uh, oh, yeah. A few, got some... Like I say, could have been so many more, so many hesitations. Mm. And that's the yeah. killer. <laughs> um, from, but from that's, that... that's what I said, like, sorry, there's a small delay, but that's what I said, like, last week was 
do you know, back then it did seem like we were paying silly money. It was yep. only, you know, when you look at today, it looks like pittance and like not a lot of money. But like at the time, I thought it was mad for spending that money on a JPEG. So it's all relative. But you have some nice bargains there from from a long time ago, which is great to see. Yeah, no, they, um, I think that what really stumped me when I started was I was so hesitant on buying a goalkeeper that played. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lot of keepers sitting who sat on benches and did nothing. Um, so yeah, I, I had to take that plunge, and I think the most expensive one I bought at the time was Drummel um, before he moved to PSV, and then a bottle of Boar came and took him off me. So that that freed me up some money to buy three pra- three players quite recently. But uh, yeah, like, like I say, looking back, could have gone so much so much further mm. with it. Um, but yeah, when that Gary V boom came, it was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it came and it came hard and it came yeah. fast. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, players were listed and they were gone within five seconds. But yeah, it uh, was mad. It was mad. But I mean, in terms of like the volume and stuff, we're kind of getting back to those levels. The I suppose something I want to throw at you here is, you know, you've said to me that you play the game for fun, and I'm sure, look, you do play for other reasons as well. But you don't get too caught up in like Twitter drama and Discord generals and bitching and this and that. So I suppose. I just want to hear your perspective, maybe as someone who's maybe one sort of one layer detached, if you're not sort of trolling through these social media platforms and, and forums, what's your perspective on the whole Blackpool thing? I, I kind of want to wrap it up early enough in this because we yep. want to talk, I want to hear your perspective on it. And then I want to talk about the kind of ruling that came out and what I think of that um, and the p- potential ramifications. Um, and we'll go from there. Well, I, like I said, I, I can see it from everyone's point of view. Um, I don't get involved with it on Twitter because I don't see the Blackpool guys particularly um, costing me winning cards as such. Uh, My terrible team picks normally do that for me. Um, So I need to basically black and white, and I think they've come out this week and said that. Um, So I say while there's that grey area, people could use it. I say I, I speak to all the guys really that are on both sides of the fence, and I can see their points of view. But yeah, whilst while that grey is there, so rare need to just do something about it and basically lay their cards on the table and say that it's one person per uh, account, and that's the end of mm. the story. There's no sharing accounts and whatever you want to do. That's your account, and just play the game. Um, but hopefully, mm. it's been sorted and it's basically done. And everyone can get back playing again. The only damage is the platform at the end of the day. I have a lot to say on it. And it's not that I think I'm particularly well-versed. I was away off in Spain there over the weekend over a lot of this. And actually during that announcement. And I was away with Quinny and Hendo and a few other lads. And I have to say, we weren't exactly following Discord or the drama. We were following football and having a laugh. But just a few things that jump out in my mind, right? So basically off the back of the Black Bull thing, the guys had like one sort of midweek, one game week suspension, whatever else. And I mean, like part of me, people wanted blood and there wasn't really enough blood. Um, There was a few things that were done that were maybe morally questionable, but I think the, the main issue here, and it's it's just, it's abundantly clear now, is just that their T's and C's and rules are not fit for purpose. They're just not good enough. And I think because of that, so rare haven't been able to hang anyone out to dry because no. the rules weren't sort of clear enough. And it would have been 
it would have been tough for so rare to hang anyone out to dry when there's so much money at play and it probably it wouldn't have been good for the platform to do that either now what what taken away what whatever they've done right the thing that gets me is that it goes back to this and i think it has to change soon but at the minute as it stands right now one account per natural person is the line right yeah so as it stands and I was kind of saying to everyone last week, don't do this, don't do this, you get caught for multi-accounting. The bottom fucking line is the Blackpool are doing it. Yep. So everyone can fucking do it now. Yeah, and you yeah. best believe I am going to look into getting my dad an account, my <laughs> mum an account, my sister an account, my dog an account, my uncle an account. My neighbour looks like she could do with an account. And I don't just- know if I can be arsed with the, with the, the maintenance of that, the admin of that, no. working all that out. Doing it so that it's cohesive with the rules, doing it not to get caught, doing it with you deposit through different MetaMask wallets and different wallets here. IP address shouldn't be an issue. Multiple people in the same household can play. And I know SoRare aren't going to like me saying this, but I don't really care because it's the fucking rules and the biggest, richest people on the platform are doing it and abusing it. So everyone else is well within their rights, my opinion, to set up an account for their girlfriend. Set up an account for your girlfriend. You can do it and you want to do it and you've got the time to do it. Until they stop you, then people are going to do it. There's nothing you can fucking do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't disagree. Like I say, I, I just don't like the the negativity of it. They brought that week, you know, mm. because in the whole bigger picture, it just makes the program look a bit shit. Um, which basically we all all enjoyed for however long you've been on it. Um, mm. But like I say, it, the company running it is in charge, and they need to sort it out. Um, exactly, like. To butt in and even go further, right? And again, it's one of those that, look, I know it's bad for the platform that if everyone who is on kind of like the budget where they could stick out two threshold teams as opposed to one decide to do that through their mate. But but what gets me is that the richest people and the biggest accounts on the platform are doing it. So why the fuck shouldn't we do it? Mm-hmm. I don't so rare I've made there no reason not to do it. As long as you play by the rules, as long as you don't get caught, as long as you use the right wallets, as long as you don't multi-account and you follow those rules as Blackpool have done. From one bankroll and one entity as such, through using physical natural people, you can have multiple accounts and yield multiple thresholds each week. Now, this is where my kind of the reason I'm probably not really gonna do it comes in. I think that what they have done says pretty blatantly that the threshold is on its way out. Yeah, it, it won't stay if lots of people no. start to it. It's going to go straight away. Um, and I know a lot of people obviously probably play to mm. hit that threshold every week. Um, if it goes, do they lose a lot of players? That's the thing. Um, I know when I started, that was my target every week. I couldn't get cards. I was nowhere near them. But I say mm. people are going to start playing three, four, five accounts. Um and hitting that threshold with three, four, five accounts, it will disappear very quickly. So yeah, that's that's the worry. Um, I, like I've I've seen people talking about, and I'll know who they are. I'm not going to name anyone. I've seen people talking about setting up their own little mini dies between friends, and you know, one of their mates who doesn't have an account using him as the natural person and going from there. Yeah, and they're 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 well within the rights to do that. For me, the reason I probably won't do it is because. I do think the threshold's on its way out. I think it's unsustainable. And I think what's going to happen is at this stage, if I was to make a guess, and this is a prediction without any sort of inside information, I haven't a fucking clue. I have about 10 unanswered messages I've sent to people at SoRare um, about all this shite. 
my speculation would be that end of the European season, big changes over the summer in terms of progression bars, other game modes. I think they'll update the game rules. I think thresholds will be phased out for next season. If I had to guess, I reckon we'll, we'll milk it for another month or two. But it's a reason why I'm not too bullish on setting up maybe an ETH grinding team for the summer now. I think it's the move, but I think it could it could go tits up very quick. But I do believe that whatever they replace the thresholds with should inc- should maintain the value of those threshold grinding players anyway. Um, but well, that's the, basic- if the ETH goes, then where's the progression bar coming from? When was it even spoke a year ago? I don't know, maybe less. Mm. But it's been it's been there in the background for so long. But has it really been in the background? Was it something they said and then thought, actually, we're not going to do this? Um, mm. uh, and you know, what what direction does it go? Does it do you win points to unleash more ETH, or is it more cards? Or like I say, it's so many. I so say when it came in, I wasn't. I wasn't overly fa- uh, a fan of it. I didn't think it'd be a great idea. I thought maybe it was just something that uh, would entice more people into play the game at that point. Mm. And then, like you say, it just went dead, just as quick as the legend cards went dead. Um, you know, so mm. what what replaces the ETH? I've I've no idea. It can't just be winning cards because people can't hit hit cards every week. No, they've said on this progression bar there'll be like three options. There'll be the Ethereum option, the cards option, or the XP option, which I like. It's how they manage that. And I trust them. I do, whether I should or not, I trust them to to do it in a way that maintains value of 45 average players. You know, your, your classic tier two, high tier three type guy. Um, I mean, I trust them because otherwise the market crashes and shits itself and only the premium yep. guys have value. I don't see that. But my prediction at this stage is that I've stopped over the last maybe two to three days telling the people, the 10 people who reach out to me every day saying, how should I start this game? I've stopped telling them, start grinding ETH if you can afford it. I'm saying, have some fun with limiteds, man. Yeah. Just, I'm not yeah. getting involved with telling people to chase ETH thresholds when they're so blatantly on the way out. We know they're on the way out. I'm not I'm not acting like I know something or I'm, I'm making some grand speculation. But what I'm saying is like, we've sort of been like, We've expected them to go six months ago and they didn't go. It's been yeah. six months. My call now, and I'm probably wrong. I hope I'm right. Is well, I don't know if I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right for my own pride, but not necessarily for the impact it'll have. I think the thresholds go at the end of this European season. I think they revise the matrix, a couple of minor tweaks to maybe the goalkeepers, the fullbacks, different bits like that. Um, and I think yeah, thresholds are gone and we get we get a big change over the summer. Um I think like I say that at the moment winning winning the ETH every every game week near enough if you can has just been a massive bonus. Like I say I thought mm-hmm. it'd go before this season, the European season started. Um but like I say I can't remember the last time they spoke about the progression bar directly. Uh it's more mm-hmm. the community that talks about it and but like you say, it's unsustainable to carry on giving away thousands and thousands of pounds. Um yeah. Especially if, fingers crossed, they're spending it on getting new leagues to come in. Yeah. No, look, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I just think, like, it is what it is. I'm sick of fucking talking about the whole Blackpool bit. It is what it is. Do you know, I, I don't think so rare can do anything about it. I think they'd shit historic rules. They're obviously seeking legal counsel to change the rules. I think we'll see big changes this summer. That's my call. I don't think it's any mad revelation. I don't think it's a mad prediction. I think it's probably what a lot of people are thinking, but... yeah. I just I suppose a word of warning to anyone trying to grind ETH or starting the game and they've built an ETH grinding team. I think there will be changes there. 
I don't think it'll crash the value of those players entirely, but just be aware that maybe thresholds won't be here all summer. They could be going next week for all we know. Maybe it doesn't yep. even take that long. Um, and you know what? What does uncertainty bring? It doesn't bring money into a platform. <laughs> it goes the other way. Not say. Now, we're lucky loads of people are signing up, loads of people are bringing money in anyway, but a bit of certainty, a bit of a roadmap, a bit of a bit of clarity wouldn't go wouldn't go amiss. And I think it would have a lot more people, you know, getting in because they still think they're early. Another point on that, something I actually do want to kind of throw the toys out of the pram about. Um, there's another one to the toys <laughs> out of the pram count. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's, it's mentioned every couple of weeks now. And maybe I, I might have actually done this exact rant like last week or three weeks ago or something. Legend cards. Yeah. <laughs> it is fast getting to the point of a complete and utter fucking scam, to say the least. What, what was the point? Uh, they obviously think- got the licenses, had to pop cards out, were very excited to do so. They have a very clear and easy model that they have yeah. already described to score these cards. Was this last week I was bitching about it? I think it was yeah, last so. week. Was yeah, last okay, week. Maybe, maybe I don't need to do this again. Maybe I don't need to do this whole thing again. But, but the thing is, like, people that bought them, I haven't bought any. I haven't got any at all. Um, and I know that the game structure that you're talking about, but I say for people that, that bought them whenever they came out, I've just sat there and there's not been one special weekly for them to use them in, mm. do anything. They're just sitting there in people's wallets, so, you know, doing nothing. I don't, I don't get, like I say, if they'd have done that and done a special weekly, monthly, using them, but like I say, I didn't, I didn't buy into it. I, I didn't really see the point of it at the time and I'm quite grateful I didn't go into it, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it, it's a very strange one because like I say, you had that video that came out was brilliant all the players on. Um, but yeah, what direction that goes and why it's taking so long, you just don't know. It's right, again, and I will move on because I just remembered that I bitched about this last week. It's just been in my mind. I don't want people thinking I'm doing this because I own some legends. I have like six limited legends, right? And with all due respect, based on the size of my gallery, that's that's a very, very small percentage. It's 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 negligible. So this isn't for my own personal financial gain or legends status. I actually, I say this every week as well. I do back, they will fix it someday. So I think it's probably not a bad idea to buy a few. But what pisses me off is that Legends video was so good and it was so exciting and it did appeal potentially to a different audience. It appealed to a more collector, nostalgic audience. It appealed to a different audience altogether. People who just loved those players and whatever else, big fans of those guys wanted to come in and get involved. And every single one of those people has had a bad experience where the utility they were promised has not been delivered. Yep. And the amount of people who were new, who were in the limited kind of space anyway, who maybe stretched to buy their favorite Ronaldo or even a David Villa or a Van Basten, have been sat with a lack of utility for months that was promised. Mm-hmm. It's over-promising and under-delivering, and it's just simply not fucking good enough. It cannot be hard to run a wee special weekly. Do it before the end of the European season, because after you do, we're waiting until next year. Like that that will have been like a whole year since the legends were announced. I, I don't know. Like again, it's not like I'm losing much utility. It's not like I'm really actually worried about it personally. But as a concept, I think it is it is a red flag. It's not a nice thing. And it does again add uncertainty to people, it pisses people off. It was a promise that wasn't delivered. Give us a fucking update. You, you mean to tell want- me so rare HQ haven't had a conversation about this around the table over the last two months? They have to have a plan. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't. They didn't just launch them and just put them in the back burner. They must talk about stuff. But people want to know, like I say, because those people that have bought in, 
it just annoys them and they could just be gone straight away. And you don't want people mm. leaving. I know that I know like the, the sign ups are going up and up every every week. But you're losing people for the unnecessarily, if that's the way they're looking at it. And mm. is it just the it's just the limiteds, isn't it, that can potentially play? Is that right? That they'll no, score? the other the other ones will be able to play, but I don't think bonuses will matter. Okay. So like I say, yeah, I just they need to do something with it. And otherwise, like you say, you just annoy people. Yeah. For, for something that's not that hard to put right. It can't be that hard. It's the literal mechanism there. Just pop up a little bonus legend special weekly in the mix tab some week. Oh. Done. That's why I don't, a few I'm, limited prizes or a wee rare prize or whatever. Like you know, the special weekly. Why does it only have to be one special weekly every week? Can't they do different ones? And I, I don't know. Well, why. that was the plan. This was going to be an extra one. That wasn't the initial thing. It was this is going to be extra. It's not going to take the special weekly spotlight. It's going to be yeah, the um, legend weekly or whatever. But I don't know. Look, that's two weeks in a row. Um, hopefully, I don't like forget again and bitch about it next week. But. Maybe I just need to keep bitching about it until they fix it because how Some many people did. have legends? Thousands. Exactly. Um. Anyway, positives, maybe. The special weekly, did it excite you? Did you yeah, have any did. luck? Finally, because obviously it gave people who are maybe down sort of my end with the limiteds and the rares mm. the chance to win a, a super rare or a unique. Um, you know, there's obviously so many people involved that are never going to be able to buy one. Um, the only super rares I've ever had are the sort of tier three end. Um, but yeah, it, that progression by winning cards is what surely it should be about. You know, even from the the common the common uh, competition, common league, where I know there's only three three yellows that you can win, but that should be more. Every every to me, every first prize in that should be a progression card, basically. Not mm. not just winning a, a rare because otherwise you, you're relying on people to pay money to buy a card basically, um, and for the first time, like I say, the, the special weekly, I actually went there first to put my team in, um, rather than sort of can I enter it and see what happens basically. But yeah, just something like that every week would be great where you can you can physically progress um, mm. while we wait for the prog- progression bar to arrive. Um, so hopefully they do it again more regularly. Um, you know, again, I've just seen on Twitter the first prize. I don't know whether the person sort of saying it is it good enough, etc. It's a unique. I haven't got any. There's thousands mm-hmm. of people that haven't got any. So whatever they're going to put out that helps people get better cards, whether that's player wise or money money wise, then yeah, that's got to be a good thing for mm-hmm. people to win better cards. I hope they keep the the kind of series of the next three four special weeklies being known so people can scout and buy accordingly and, and look ahead I, I like it i like the jackpot factor of the unique um i do like it all i think it's very positive i think there was a lot of excitement around this special weekly uh, just for anyone listening like i went over to spain i've mentioned it already I was there with a couple of guys uh the whole thing was vlogged and at one stage me and quinny who I was there with were sitting one and two in the special weekly which, what are the odds of that out of 11,000 people? Did you think you had a chance at that point or you knew that it was just... I did, I did have a chance. I actually did have yep. a chance because I overtook Quinny at one stage. Um, I think we both could overtook and we were sat in second and third. And whenever you actually looked back down the rankings, we we definitely had a chance. The thing that killed us was Zenit. Um, yeah. If Zenit hadn't done what they did and a couple of players hadn't got like 85, 90 scores, I would have been in the uniques. But... Um, 
aside from it it added a lot of excitement if anyone like that vlog was great cracked you know the sweat of that so people check out my youtube channel if you if you want to see that it'll be out probably next monday but yeah i think my, my one thing about the special weekly right i ended up finishing fourth which is a huge result like that that's one off i was a couple of points off a podium in a competition again of over eleven thousand people that is an amazing result right and i know that it's just gonna sound greedy right take myself out of it genuinely take myself out of it we were talking at the weekend about it and stuff me and the boys before we even knew we'd be in contention and there was so much excitement about this special weekly i'm being such a debbie downer today i haven't been one in a while i'm normally quite bullish anyone who says i won't call so rare out if they're being dicks let this episode be a lesson to you right again people will disagree with this but i don't care i really think they could have now that we know the rewards any rewards better than a kick in the balls? Yes, uniques were given out. Yes, super rares were given out. I will argue in the wrong order, but I'm not going to go to town on it, but I will mention it. There could have been a slightly more exciting tier one unique, maybe, to make a statement and make people a bit excited about the month to come. But then the con- the converse of that maybe is that then you set a precedent of what you have to fulfill and the next tier one unique guy will expect it. But like, I don't know. I was literally talking over the weekend, like someone's getting a 20, 30 grand card, Do you know, Someone is winning a tier one unique. Like, someone's going to win a baller here. And, you know, maybe it is completely random. I don't know if I believe it would be for something like this, the first unique they've going to win in a long time. But, like, I just feel it could have been a little more of an exciting prize to really everyone to get buzzing, regardless of who won it. But maybe I'm just being a greedy fuck. No, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Like, I've, I've seen it, and, I, and that's J-League player. But, yeah, even if it's someone from the Belgium league or do you know what I mean? It's just someone more exciting. I totally agree would have been the way to sort of launch that. Um, and maybe the next one, it's sort of mm. a left league as such, but yeah, I just, you know, whether it is like you say, do they do it? Um, so it's randomly selected or is it, you know, picked before? Um, they tell know. you it's random, but do you believe that? Like, uh, no, <laughs> It's, a, it's someone opening that up and it's going to be, I don't know, a, a Yari Vasharan or something. Do you know what I mean? Are they giving that money away? Who knows? How much is that unique? We have the pool for next week. And in fairness now, in the pool, I mean, you've got Fede Valverde, Takafusa Kubo, Locatelli, Adamo at Salzburg. You've got Tanali there, Buckdart, Frank Kessie, Tamori, Zaniolo, Hoffman. Kokuk, Lacroix, Seiwald. I mean, they, they go on. The amount of incredible players here. Mbolo, yeah. Suslov. I'm just frimpong. I, I could go on and on and on. Angelino, Kaylor Navas, ba da ba da ba. There was a lot in there. I, I don't know. Look, even maybe it's random. Maybe it is what it is. And that's that. And that's fine. It's just like, I don't know. I, w- I would have loved to have seen like a genuine, holy yeah. good sh- What? Yeah. yeah. You have to make what? a stand, surely. Yeah. The, the first then, time I've done it, it's one card. Mm. And that, and that's when whoever's won that or when it's gone on Twitter or wherever it's been shared is like, is anyone like amazed by it? That's the... Everyone's so going to say, who's that? Yeah, who's that? For a tier it, one. It's a unique that you can sell. That's what probably people will be thinking right now. Whoever's mm. won it, I'll just sell it. Buy some rares. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's 
that's the way I see it. You're right. Definitely. When you open that, you've got to basically go, wow, that's amazing. Um, and I'm not sure that happened, whoever opened that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's... There has to be like tier one super rares in the under 23 pool that are worth more than that. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me go and check. I'm going I'm going to go and do this. I know it's a wee bit tedious, but like give yeah. me a under 23. Yeah, a tier one super rare. Fabio Vieira. Yeah. Would be worth more. Pedro yeah. Gonzalez would be worth more. Paqueta would be worth more. Danny Olmo, Appenda, Delict, Araujo, Vardiol, Lucaba. There's a million of them there. I don't know. I just look. It is what it is. Unique was given away. It was a yep. great event. Everyone had a lot of fun. I am being a Debbie Diner. I get that. But I don't know. Maybe I, I just had built it up over the weekend in my mind that someone's getting a 10 or 20 grand card here. Now, this is definitely better than nothing. It, it's amazing. It is a unique. There's two other uniques behind it. But here comes my next bitchy point. And maybe I wouldn't even care about this and I never bet you with this. This is purely selfish, right? I came forth. I got the top tier two card and I got a guy called Grishel Prommel who apparently is decent. Apparently he's off to Hoffenheim next year. Whatever else, he scores okay. The super rare is worth 0.3 if I'm lucky. 0.3 for coming fourth out of 11,000 people. Okay, whatever. Let's take even the value out of it. Let's look at utility. The guy behind me got Danilo from Juventus whose rare card costs probably the same or more than my bloody super rare. He's on an average of 75 over the last five, 70 over the last 15, and 60 points over the last 40. Of his last six, six games, he's hit 90 twice and he's hit 80 twice. He's a monster. The guy behind me got that. The guy behind that got Adrian Rabio. The guy behind that got Jose Maria Jimenez. And here so I am, you got sat the above them all with a shitter. Yeah, you got the player I've never heard of. That's the, <laughs> that's the way. Uh, and, and it's just basic things like that that do annoy people and and that's the problem it's like you must know that surely the person finishing fourth needs to get a better card than the person finishing seventh or fifth or sixth um mm-hmm. because but then like you say it's it's a card but you've put that effort into you're so close to a unique eleven thousand people and you build yourself up and obviously it's it's not where most people would want someone you've, mm. I don't know, who, who plays for. So that's that's the way I look at it. Um, but look, if I, I can't take away my own selfishness, I do think that, that that's broken. This must happen across all the rewards all the time. I just don't bother really looking, to be, to be honest. But this time yep. it really jumped out at me because I was like, I wonder what the guys just below me got. And I would swap my reward for the three below me, hands down. Not, not a question. And probably some even further down. It is what it is. They can't accurately value every single one, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. Again, it's just a little bit disappointing. Um, but if we're to, if I'm going to throw the other spin on it, people won uniques with limiteds. People won super rares with limiteds, right. and that's the other side of it. It's not like this was a super rare only type vibe and the best teams and the best cards that cost tens of thousands yielded some shit guy. It's guys who bought cards with lim- like they bought limited standard and they've just walked away with unique yeah and lots of super rares have been given out to limited card players so i think the whole event is a success the intricacies or maybe just the luck of the draw it could just be the luck of the draw of the prizes for me is a little bit disappointing for the biggest marquee to kick it all off but then maybe next week it makes up for it maybe the week after maybe it's just variants and maybe this week was just a shit week for rewards that's what i mean 
just tested the water this week to see how many people actually entered it, and clearly it was a success that way. Um, the busiest Maybe a week- unique Zaniolo drops next week, and we're like, oh, my God, or, do you know? And, and then everyone forgets what happened this week. Yeah. So, look, maybe I am a bit of a Debbie Downer today. I've said that word about 10 times. I've said it a lot more over the last few years on podcasts, but yeah, it is what it is. I think I've done with all my bitching, to be quite frank. Um, is there anything exciting that's happened? There's a lot of uniques on offer. There's a lot of uniques on the market. They look like they're trying to sell them before the end of the European season. There are a mm. few. Did a, uh, Bubakara Kamara go the other day? Is that a unique that went, I think, quite cheap? I saw someone maybe said they got it for less than 10 ETH or... Um, yeah, eight, I think it went for, yeah. So That does seem quite cheap for, for that. Yeah. I don't know when it sold, whether it was late night or early morning, but I definitely saw the guy on Twitter put it out. He, he thought he was going to have to pay 10 plus, and he got it for about eight. Mm. So, I'd be very tempted with, uh, I don't think I'll have anywhere near the budget to get it, but Xerxes, if I could partner him up with my super rare Sharon, the issue is that they inevitably get split up this summer. So Yeah, he goes back. Prob- Probably a bad call. But there's a few interesting ones there. Malachia, Sole, Solet, Pedro Gonclaves, Suchich. Put your names here for fun. <laughs> Hoffman, Verts is the big one. Very excited to see how that one ends up. That'll surely be a something. Um, it's two days, three days away. Uh, What's today? Tuesday? No, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. Yeah. So they're putting them out. When do they go to they go to six a day, aren't they? Six a day uniques. There's now? quite a few happening. Let me see. Every three every two hours, three, four hours, four hours, four hours. Every four hours, is it? Yeah, six a day. One one day I'll get involved. Not the moment. Someday. Someday. Yeah. Anyway, look, um, it's one of those weeks. There's a lot of shade here, but I'm very excited for the upcoming special weekly. I'm very excited for the upcoming game weeks. Personally, I've had a couple of great weeks on the rewards front. Um, I had a great haul last week. I got a super rare Gertruda. I got a super rare... No, I got a super rare Gertruda, and I won a Matt Turner, and I won another guy, a soul, who's gone. But did you win any rewards this week, and who did you win? Uh, this week, I scraped a, a tier three, a Bora, I think a 33-year-old from Villarreal, uh, mm. the Meath. But last game week, I, I grabbed a Malcolm uh, Star Limited <sighs> and a tier two, uh, the young lad from Villarreal, Pino, is it? Pino, with, that's a cracking reward. Great tier two. So I was more than happy with that. But um, mm. I've certainly picked up my, my rewards. I think I'm not far off 100 now. Um, oh, wow. Since I went to the the limited. Um, yeah, so that, having that limited uh, card introduced definitely made made the platform more exciting, shall I say. I, mm. I was doing it before, but it just gave you that chance to play with players that you, you kind of want in your gallery. Mm. I hear you. I won up. this week. Sorry, there was a small delay there. This week I won Ellie's Skahiri. Um, who's at Colum? I picked up Grisha Promel, super rare. I yep. got Abdul Kahar Kadri, who's at Courtrike, and I think, and I got Kento Misao, who's at Kashima Antlers. I got a limited there that I'm giving away to 
YouTube subscribers. So successful week after the last yep. week. I think that's eight rewards in two weeks and a midweek one. So probably nine rewards over the space of sort of 10 days. Probably my biggest haul ever in that space of time. So very, very happy. You're still keeping count of your monthly winnings as such? Yeah, I'll be doing that yep. video this week, actually, later this week. I think that could be one of my best months. Yeah. February, maybe. A um, couple of super rares, back-to-back super rares the last two weeks. Um, Sinistera. Like, and that, that gives you another perspective. Like, last week in a normal competition, I came like 12th and I got Gertruda. Price-wise, he's worth three times more than the guy I got for coming fourth out of 11,000 people in the special weekly. Yeah. That puts into perspective. You know, and that's why, like, Yes, I hear the side of it that's like, shut up, limiteds, you get super rares, you know, don't be so ungrateful. Yeah. That's that side. I get it. The other side is when you look at it in comparison, I just think like, meh. I was very excited to open my reward today, very disappointed, but it is what it is. We move on from that. Dazzer, we have lots of questions people submitted for us. Do you want to, will we give them a go? Yeah, go for it. I've had a read on Brazil coming in. You've had a read, so you have an idea of what's coming. Yeah, we'll go for the the most liked first. It's from last week's guest, actually, um, M Pen Ten. If you were handed the CEO CEO role of SoRare tomorrow, what would you first off stop, second off start, third continue doing, and why? So, what would you stop? Uh, is this what I'm supposed to say? Multi accounting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop there, though. I would stop common cards if you don't want them because my gallery is just full of commons that mm. I have to get rid of and can't find the cards I want to find. So I think there should be maybe an opt-out option or they introduce a new game for commons so they could use more. Um, mm. But yeah, that would be what I'd stop at. I'd, say. I'd go for an easy one, just uh, common cards if you don't want them anymore. That would be... That's I'd, fair. Um to go off on a tangent, um, mid-question, right, about common cards. I don't know, again, if I said this last week or not, so apologies to people listening if I'm just being that repetitive, annoying guy. I think it'll be really fun for them. Someone, was it Mike who said, actually? Basically, to give you more reasons to use those commons, be it SO5 and then you go to SO11 and then or yeah. just the different different regions, just the different regions. Start an all-star as you fill out teams. You can enter the other regions. I mean, they've only they're only given out three rewards there. They can definitely afford to give out five times that across yeah. five regions. They definitely can. So they could make the common game a bit more immersive, in my opinion. Um, or I think a really creative idea or fun idea was a potential sort of trade-in. You trade in 10, 11 yeah. commons for a uh, tier three limited. It's yeah. like They've got them to give away. But then comes the gamification, multi-accounting bots, but... Um, just ideas. I think there's a lot more that could be done with commons, but there's a lot more that could be done with 90% of the platform at the minute. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree that the common cards, I say, if they introduce an SR11, I'd bite your hand off. Um, just more gameplay, because otherwise, like I say, they just, you get one every week, wherever you finish. Um, but do you ever use them? You can't get rid of them. So mm. just try and, uh, try and do something with them. Or like even something really creative, like the XP that your point, your commons would generate or the points that your commons score, you can apply that XP to a player or half that XP to a player or some little kicker. Just make it more fun, more gamey. This is where surely they are sitting in their offices and talking about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the thing is like they, they might, if they're not sort of trying to onboard the new leagues and, and do what they're trying to do, 
someone must be there talking about what new games we're going to bring in, whether it's, uh, like I say, an SO11, SO8, whatever we're thinking. But it, there must be someone who's employed to do that. I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't, I don't see what they're doing otherwise because the game now is running itself. Um, but just when, when's the, the next stage going to come where they're so mm-hmm. slightly different? I think there's about 10 million things that'll all come at once or like over a short short period and we look back at this game. I look back at YouTube videos of me clicking around the site and it'll look alien. At least that's what I hope because there's a million ideas everyone has and there's fi- 500,000 of them are good ideas. It's like there's yeah. so much that can, can be done and so little that is being done. It just has to be a case of them recruiting, training people up, getting people ready, building the right features. For me the end of the European season is a logical kind of time to implement mass change and get us ready for next season. And hopefully fingers crossed the prem like that. That sounds like it makes sense to me. If loads of things don't come at the end of the European season. And if in September I'm sitting here having the same conversation, if I'm here in September having this exact same conversation, I will have sold a lot of my cards. I can guarantee you that because it'll be massive red flags at that stage. I don't think it'll come to that. If I was a bet man, I really don't think it'll come to that. And that's why I have so much money in so rare. But yeah, just as kind of a statement, I think like, yeah, I'd like to see some some things move on soon. Even though I've just put out a new beginner's tutorial, it would still be nice to see me have to do another one, <laughs> see things change. <laughs> what would you start doing if you were CEO? Well, if I, like I, said, I, would, I would try and introduce new games and the one I'd bring in straight away with limited pro again, I don't know why didn't that happen when the others happened. Um, mm. I know it's probably something to do with the common goalkeepers and people obviously using them for, for their rares, but I would just look to bring in more games, um, mm. giving people options, whether it's, I suppose like the special weekly, you know, whether that's you're introducing a new league um, in terms of number of cards you can pick, I think that you just need to vary it up for the new people joining now. SO5 is great. You get in, you play it. But if you've been on a long time, do you want to see something slightly different? The only thing I'd say is like six months ago when we didn't have the Bundesliga and La Liga. um, So things are moving quickly, but we just want things to move even quicker. And that's Mm. the problem with it. It looks like nothing's really happened since when before Christmas just sort of game week to game week. Um, but loads of things are probably happening. And if the if they've gone quiet because of they're just about to finalise the Premier League, then all will be forgiven, I suppose, because that will be huge if they do that. And no one can even complain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yep, I agree. I'm just thinking like about the Premier League thing. Like I, I get it, like, but it doesn't take 40 employees to do that. No. Surely to God, you know, they're thick. That, that's that's Nicholas and three others, or I don't even know. And I'm, I'm not a guy who knows, but I assume like a lot of people and lawyers do this and make proposals and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, like the guy sitting in that boardroom is probably Nicholas, isn't it? Yeah. With uh, someone uh, else. Like the minions can still be working away, building things and creating and changing. And I don't know. It just. We're at the final stages, I think, aren't we, of the Premier League one? Um mm. And if, if that's what's about to come, whether it's now or at the end of the season, then fair play to them because that mm. will be... 
It's funny, like, I could be the debbiest downer in the world and sit here and bitch. You see, if they drop that tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be like singing from the rooftops how amazing yeah. they are. That's how quickly things can change. Exactly. But all the take, like, honestly, a few wee nice things would, would change the sentiment quite quickly. A few really, really, really small things that are really easy to do. Little fun things, just add more engagement. The game's fun and all that, like, but I mean, anyway, um, this has been probably, I've been, I had a really fun weekend because it's so rare. I was literally screaming at players on pitches and it increased my engagement in football tenfold. Um, did PK see the hat in the stand? PK seen the, I don't know. I th- he seen the hat. He glanced at it, but I don't. He, he didn't respond more. He might have looked at it and not clocked it. I don't know. I was just shouting so rare in his face, hoping <laughs> he'd be like, ah, yeah, but nah. Um, someday I'll interview him. Someday. But yeah, what I'm saying is like, even after the like 10 rewards or something in like two weeks, some of my best weeks in so rare, really engaging um, at football games, really fun at football games. Still, I'm here being just a bit, I think it's like back to reality, just looking at how slow things are. Anyway, time to move on and try and be a bit more upbeat. Uh, what would you continue doing? Mike wants to know. What do you think they're doing well? Uh, I think these special weeklies would be my answer. Yeah, I think if if there's no progression bar coming in the near future, but there might be. I think you've just got to offer people something where they can see a progression, and that is playing with limiteds to win uniques or uh, limiteds to win super rares. Because, like I say, they're still, well, probably out of most people's reach to go in there and just mm. buy a super rare. Um, the ones that you want anyway. So I think that's, I think the special weekly has to just go. This is, you, you've started it, um, carry it on. And make it bigger, mm. change it up every week. That that would be my thing. They're doing they're doing brilliantly. Just like I say, well, I think a year ago it was like five thousand people were playing with one card, mm. was it? Now it's like a hundred thousand people, uh, and they do a bit of promotion here and there. Um, very limited at the moment, and it's just growing naturally. So yeah. you know that, that that's brilliant what they're doing. Um, what, we, what we say in a year's time, two hundred fifty thousand, half a million, who knows. But for whatever that they're doing there, it's, you know, you, Quinny, all the other guys, you're promoting it and people are signing up to it. Um, I guess people from other countries are doing the same uh, and you're doing that sort of work for them as such before they do dump a load of cash and promote something or, uh, you know, advertise somewhere. Um, I will say when I was at the two matches at the weekend, So Rare was plastered on the the boards on the side, like every three minutes on a loop it would be there it was really really prominent throughout both games uh, which was great but yeah look again I've been a bit of a Debbie Downer people are going to there should be a Debbie Downer swear jar here by the way I've said it too many times but the thing is like there's all those positives but the positives like we're used to them we've praised them over them a million times there's there's no taking away from what's been achieved in the last year has been absolutely phenomenal even in the last six months last three months but yeah I suppose whenever you live and breathe it every day you just want to be a bit more sometimes um, Orange Fly or sorry do you have something to say? No I was going to say that is the problem like I say we're, we're living it and breathing it every day you know you're checking stuff and you just want more to happen um, mm. and that's just down to being selfish I suppose you just want the game mm. to be you know offer more stuff um, Absolutely but the business to them and they're doing what they need to 
Orange Fly, a.k.a. Bob Flynn, wants to know how much value does fun have for you? He went into Limiteds with the same idea and found that it brought a lot of joy and love of football back. He struggles to comprehend what that costs for him. Cheers. So it is that kind of, I always said, entertainment has has value. It's like its own currency. Um, And I always say that to people when they sign up. Like, I mean, you know, setting up a threshold team might be profitable. But if you're playing with players you don't give a shit about, you're not going to be able to watch. How engaging is it? Maybe you just want to pick guys from teams you watch every week and it'll increase just the enjoyment of the of the football watching experience. You know, I, I, he dropped me a, a private message as well and sort of said the same thing. Thanks for acknowledging his, his tweet. Um, and I get it because I do work in football all the time as my job and I switch off from football until I started playing so rare again. Where now I do watch football at the weekends. You know, it's it has brought that. I wouldn't sit and watch Lille, for example. But now that I've got that on on Sundays, um, or looking at the, the Dutch league, the Belgian league, to see who's playing. Um, yeah, I'm doing it seven days a week. You know, 24 hours a day, answering emails and whatever, uh, coaching. And I did switch off from it. I, you know, I didn't come home and watch the, the Premier League. Um, might watch the Champions League game, but since this has been back. I'm watching football from all over the place. So I totally get what he's saying about bringing uh, the interest back to football um, mm. and the fun side of things. Like I say, I suppose it's a hobby and uh, some people, I suppose, using it to generate money. You know, I, I, was, I was speaking to uh, McBride the other day on Twitter and I said, if someone came in and offered me a full whack for a gallery that I own, I'd be gone <laughs> probably straight away mm. because, you know, you've got to be realistic about things. But... Um, yeah, no, it's, I do get that about the, the enjoyment of football and just how much fun it can bring to it again. Um, mm. so yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever about watching football at home, I'm going to just talk about last weekend. We went to the Valencia game against Granada and I was screaming for Carlos Soler the whole time. Very quiet first half within the first 15 minutes of the first half, he had three decisive actions. And like, just from the angle we were sitting on all the ball he put in, for one of the goals, corner for the next, and then he penalty. And it was just the buzz was something else. This was me as a neutral who really yep. didn't care who won that game, screaming because Carlos Soler was getting decisives. Yep. The next day, we were off at Barcelona at Ronald Araujo. We had no data at the stadium. We couldn't check the scores live. So it was literally counting every pass. He'd play a ball over the top for someone that would go out of play and it'd be head and hands. Like, what's he done? Do you know, there, there's like possession loss. There's a point gone. Those 10 passes at the back are worth nothing now. Every time he passed the ball up the middle of the Obama and gets his head in the ball, I was like, yes, 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 yes. And then Depay comes onto the pitch who I have as well and scores a penalty. I don't know if you've seen it. Absolute top bin. Um, like, that was incredible. And a fiver bet on first goal score wouldn't have come close to counting every single action. A tenner bet on the correct result. I actually did bet. I bet, um, I think I put like fiver on 3-1 Valencia and won like 100 quid, which was nice. But um, yeah, aside from that, even just throughout the week, I love coming home, flicking through, depending on the night, depending on the day, you know, flicking through BT Sport and Premier Sports and this and that, and something will be on. It's like, oh, Leon's on. I have Kakare. Great. I'll watch this. And it could be Leon versus bloody Clermont or some shit. Yep. Why would I ever get... But I'm sitting watching it completely engaged, watching every mo- movement from that kid. Every time. I know what you mean. I totally know. It's even like you said, I know you said it before about the Asian League. You wake up on a Saturday morning. Some and buzz. You check to see who's played and Kikuchi's killed me for the last two weeks because he hasn't even been on the pitch. But uh, yeah, you know, it's like those sort of things. You don't, why would you even worry about them apart from playing this game? 
So that's yeah. where I get when people are saying that the enjoyment value and the fun. Um, you know, I, I think there was another question about subs. I'm not, I'm not personally a fan of subs. I think the, the DMP is kind of a part of the game. Um, is this the Sorare JM9? Do you think Sorare should bring in a substitute option just in case you get a DMP? Keep up the good work and can't wait to listen to it. Thanks for listening, Sorare JM9. And if you love it so much, I hope you've left a review. And everyone listening on Apple, please leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds. If you're on, if you're on Spotify, it'll take even less. Just click five stars on the, the podcast page and I love you forever. So yeah, substitutes. Haven't talked about this in a while. There's been so many other fires to fight. You're not uh, for it? I don't think I'm for it in this game mode. No, I don't, not in this game, yeah. I don't know if they brought something new in, something different. Um, I think the DMP and if you get, <laughs> just getting five people that start is a buzz. So, mm. you know, if you're going to sort of replace a DMP and you know that you're always going to have five, I, I think it's, uh, that but that bumped the scores up as well, obviously. People, will, everyone will be five players. So, mm. unless you get two that are not playing. But, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a subs person. I think the the current structures are right, um, and we yeah. just get. I think for SO5, it's fine. I actually think there's a bit of a buzz in find out if your guy's starting and there's a lot of strategy to it, a lot of digging, a lot of working it out. Um, and yeah, it goes back to the whole, like, everyone with smaller galleries think it'll help them. Bottom line is, whales have a lot of people who they stick to training. I'm not even a whale, and I've put Florian Burtz into training this midweek. Yeah. Do you know, if I had a sub... I have a big advantage over you, mm-hmm. probably, because is your sub going to be better than Verts? Probably not. Now scale that up to the guys whose gallery are worth 10 times mine, people who are worth twice mine, three times mine. It 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 is an advantage to the small guy. I, don't, no. I just don't see it. Um, how do you think, this is from McBride, how do you think, how do you see the prices and demand for limited evolving next season? Do you think that with the top scores needed, some mid-tier cards are overpriced? I think that you do need... Uh the best of the best at the moment to uh, get anywhere. I, I sort of, I'm useless at keeping a, an ETH balance. I'll literally buy anyone and think that they're going to go to the moon, basically. Um, but I have recently been starting to sell those sort of mid-card players, even if I'm making a loss on them and just buying better players to at the top end. Um, I was quite fortunate, obviously, to get in early, so I got some of those better ones for decent prices for what they're selling now but yeah I, I think you um I think you'll see a, a drop but then I've, I thought that before I thought there was a point where the limiteds you know I looked at some of the ones I'd bought and they had basically dropped off the face of the planet and then they come back again it, it, mm. it just goes on how they play at the end of the day they could do nothing you get five games game weeks in a row when they get 60 70 plus their price can double quite easily um, mm. but yeah like I say there yeah it, it does it does worry me because like I say some of the players I've bought I don't even use I don't know why I've bought them to be fair I, I just, again, it's, that, <laughs> it's that strategy thing is like I'll just buy this guy because I've got a spare 60 quid in my wallet or something for the sake of it yeah. whereas actually why don't you just save it and buy an actual rare keeper but it's impossible it's absolutely impossible to just save money so mm. um, but yeah, yeah. that's that's where I see that. If I talk about limited cards, something I find hard, a lot of people are asking me now in the DMs, it's getting to that stage where a lot of these new players are wondering like, oh, what's the story? Do you know the season's coming to an end or price is going to crash? Should I move into America and Asia or should I not? Or 
da, 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 da. and it's a really hard one i think it's like it hasn't happened before it's the yeah. first thing we need to realize you know it was only last august the limited cards come out we haven't had a summer um it would be logical and fair to assume that your european limiteds should dip in value i predict that the dip will come within the six weeks before the start end of the season and then as the season ends people will see that as the opportunity to get in so i think that the dip will actually be during the last few game weeks instead of when the season actually ends i could be wrong i've been wrong before it's just my prediction i think it kind of happened with the mls like where the dip is almost happening as people think they're being clever trying to sell the cards before the end of the season but then once the season actually ends people think everyone's looking to sell so i'll buy so inevitably the price might not dip as much as we think but again, I could be full of shit. It hasn't happened before. I think a lot depends on the the updates of progression bars and new divisions and new game modes. I, th- I just think it's impossible to truly predict it with any real certainty. Um, yeah, it, it, barely anyone knows what's coming. Because if, if limited pros come in or SO8, 11, who knows? You know, more weeklies. It's just one of those things, isn't it? They could just drop. They could stay where they are. The top, the top prizes could go higher. Um, they're never going to produce a thousand cards in a season for probably any player. I'd say. Uh, I don't know where I don't know where we're at now. So although they say a thousand, are we going to reach a thousand for many players before the next set of limited cards come out? Um, I would doubt it. And then, who knows down the line? Is there going to be a one one of ten thousand? That's the. Mm. Is that the next step? But like I say, I do think that if you're going to buy then buy the top ones um, who you know play mm. really um, because yeah I, I definitely think some of those tier twos are overpriced and you might as well just save your money and chuck all into a big one I have two questions here that I'm going to kind of tie into one two Bob Squirt says will we ever get the progress born if we do how should it look um, DJ Nice this is a very sort of topical one based on is this it's as if he's listening to us live with the recent negativity around a range of things like Blackpool, the progress bar delays, legend cards, etc. What would it take to get the user base back on side and be getting really excited for the future again? And I think it's such a funny one because while all these things are pissing us off, I wouldn't even say I'm offside in terms of like, I feel like I love the game so much. I think it's so engaging and I have so much fun that because it's such a good game and because it's such a great fantasy product, we, we do let those things stay because we're all having so much fun and enjoying it and it's engaging every single week. Um, but like for me, what I want is I just want some clarity. I just want an idea of what's coming and when. Now, they said towards the end of March they'd have a more firm announcement, didn't they? They said that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. I, Let, I, let's that's get to the want. end of March. That's what you want is whether it's a roadmap just to the end of the European season mm. or but this sort of oh, hang on, we're going to do an announcement and then it doesn't get announced or it's announced and it's not as exciting as people hoped it was going to be. Um, I don't think people want that. I think, like you say, something clear that everyone knows what's coming is the way forward. Mm. Um, but yeah, the progression bar, I like what you said earlier, those three sort of areas that could, you know, whether you build up your points mm. and then you claim the, the ETH or a card or the XP, that's just a simple structure, you know? Um, yeah, and hopefully that's all it is. Uh, it doesn't need to be too dramatic as such and totally turn the game upside down because, like you say, although these things have happened, I still play it. As soon as the next mm-hmm. game window opens, I'm on sorting a team out. Um, part of 
I'd imagine that's the same for everybody. Part of me wonders, is this a case of someone that's so rare and the whole middle management vibes and whatever else just not putting their balls in the line? Like, they don't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but ironically, that's exactly what they're doing every day. They don't deliver because they've already overpromised a long time ago. Is it a case of like, like, it cannot be hard to say, and it would give a lot of us, me anyway, a lot of reassurance if someone come out and was like, and maybe this is what we'll see in the next few weeks, a case of it's coming to the end of the season, the end of the European season, there's going to be changes going into next year. We're going to review the matrix, a couple of tweaks, um, even give us a suggestion about what they're going to be so that people can prep for that. Um, we're going to introduce the progress bar. We're going to bring up our new reward structure thing, blah, blah, blah. We're going to introduce this. We're going to introduce X. Or when's the app coming? Do you know when's that coming? Yeah. Well, Do you know, a rough idea and I know they can't give it in a way and I know they're afraid of again over-promising and under-delivering but it's like just give us fucking something surely if you have it ready you don't, if it's ready then announce that you're going to announce it you know <laughs> don't mm. announce it when you've got nothing in place you know the, the so rare data app is brilliant you know and, and that is where apart from pr- plugging your teams in I go there all the time and have a look at that mm. um, but yeah Announce stuff when you know it's ready to go. Don't just announce stuff for the sake of it and then it just doesn't happen because you're just annoying and pissing people off. And, that, and that's yeah. what you don't... Especially people that have been around a long time, obviously, and maybe have quite a lot of money in the in the platform. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I would... Uh, they've probably got it all and it's just us moaning because we want a, a better game to play. Um, I know, I know. And that's the... Uh, that's the situation with it, but I say I hope that progression bar is as simple as you as what you've said. Um, I can't um, see it. Yeah, based on what two Bob's asking there, like how should it look? I think like the progress bar. If anyone's played FIFA Ultimate Team, I think it's just going to be like a, a running XP bar or a running points total. Someone's at my door, and my dog's going to go balubas. Who could possibly be at my door at this time? That's Nicholas That's Strange. Nicholas has fucking heard me talking shit. <laughs> Sent some dads around my door. Anyway, um, I'm actually really interested. We don't get people knocking at our door. There you go. I wonder if it's like a dodgy cold seals person. Anyway, um, what was I even talking about? That's that's interrupting my trail of thought. The progress bar, I think it's just going to be a run on points total or XP thing that at select numbers you can... What is happening down there? You can select rewards, uh, XP, or Ethereum. You can let it build, or you can cash out type of vibes. That's that's the simple premise, but I hope there's a few more bells and whistles. I think you'll be able to potentially level it up or, or boost it with like different cards like and scarcities. You know? So if you're playing with super rares, you might get more points to add on to it to get you up to the really higher tiers, and maybe it won't really be possible to get there with just limited cards. So maybe it'll be kind of like, by submitting stronger lineups with bigger bonuses, you'll level up quicker. So the bigger players will get bigger rewards and the smaller players will get smaller ones. But again, it's all speculation and I haven't got a clue. Do you know? Oh, I, I totally agree. Like I say, you could come up with a thousand ideas and they'd all seem good. And like I say, all the, the people on Twitter have got loads of ideas of how things to make things work. And like I say, you listen to everyone and they've all got a valid point. Um mm-hmm. But they've got to make the decision on on what direction it's going to go, um, and like I say, just keep us entertained because at the moment we mm. are. Even though people are moaning about things and might not be happy about stuff, everyone still plays the game. 
Do you know what's funny? I've just realized you were saying that you don't really do the Twitter and Discord because of all the moaning, and I've brought you onto my podcast to moan at you for an hour. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I sometimes type a tweet and I want to go back and say something, but I what's the point? You know, it can't yeah. be. I also want to say about uh, Techers. He had a moan about my coleslaw. I wasn't happy with that. He said I posted a picture for the sake of it, didn't he? Oh, was he saying you were posting your coleslaw yeah. for the likes more than the, the actual coleslaw? I was going to say, that's a disgrace. I had to eat beetroot coleslaw that night. It was disgusting. But there we go. Beetroot coleslaw, yeah. Hey, when people try and funk things, do you know what actually pisses me off about food products? I'm going to call it now. And I've got one really clear example. I hate when people deconstruct stuff or try to be cool about things. When I order a Bonafi, I want a biscuit base. I want a bit of condensed milk, the caramel, caramel one. I want some bananas and maybe a bit of fresh cream. And I, do you know if you're getting fancy? Crinkle some flake on top. That's fine. Bit of galaxy, whatever. Ripple, put it on top. See when people get all funky with me and give me like deconstructed bullshit or stick it in a glass. Get the fuck. It's not for me. Just the basics will do. I hate it. I hate when people try and jazz up things that don't need jazzed up. Do you, maybe I'm a bit stuck in my ways. Do you know what else on that line I fucking despise? Do you know whenever there's like classic songs that we all love, right? I don't know. I'm going to pick one out here and fly me to the moon, right? I always the whole like, fly me to the moon. And then you hear at Christmas, it's always a Christmas. You're sitting down, you're having your lunch and there's some twat on the radio who's remade. like remade it. But like, I get that they're trying to put their own spin on it so that they're a bit unique or like it's theirs. But it's like, just sing the fucking song the way we want it. Yeah, it's like, I want to be able to sing along with you and have the crack, but they'll go like, fly me to the, oh, come on, moon. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Ooh. And they like drop a beat every so often and it pisses me off. I like, yeah, I am a wee bit stuck in ways. I like things how they're supposed to be, but. I wouldn't, I wouldn't anyway. disagree. Yeah. No, I, I listened to Techers on that podcast and uh, I definitely wasn't posting Coleslaw for likes. Too old. <laughs> it's like an alternate universe. It's like a Rick and Morty sketch. I just cramped. I just cramped mid recording, man. Oh, my hamstring. Jeez. Um, okay, we're okay. We're in the clear. Uh, let's see. Another question. There was an interesting one here from Breezy. How do you see the value of super rares and rares playing out over the next few years if we do see the user base grow to 500k plus? Well, I know. Uh, YNWA says that Super Rares are so undervalued at the moment. So if we go 500 plus, I would imagine they're going to be through the roof. Um, they're through the roof now, really, if you're looking at it, in my, my opinion. Um, I can't the, – the benefits they bring, if you get the best ones, are huge, basically. I know you're sort of that, that division, aren't you, that end? Super rares and or the old Division Two as such. Um, One Division Two team, and that was more out of a bit of luck, but a lot of planning. Like it's only really in the last maybe month and a half since the transfer window that I've pushed up the D two and under twenty threes because I had Kulisevsky get a move, Nico Williams get a move, Fabian de Kaiser come in number one. Like those three things were the three pieces I needed, and now I am competing in under twenty three D two. Um, so yeah. Very excited about that. I think it's with anything though. If you if you're willing to put the money in and take the risk at that level, then the rewards should be there. 
Um, mm. You know, and the best players are five figures, aren't they? Let's be honest, you know, sort of eight, yeah. eight thousand plus or eight thousand whatever euros. But um, yeah, it's just about risk and reward at the end of the day. And the guys that do it, fair play to them. They're, they're the ones that are there. Um, and I can only see them going higher and higher. But then if we go to 500,000 users, are we going to go to, like I said earlier, 10,000, sort of 1 to 10,000 um, a card? And then the rare cards go up as well. So it's all if, buts and maybes. But the game is endless. The possibilities are endless. And like I say, hopefully they will take us in the right direction. Um, but yeah, Super Rares and Uniques at the moment is just uh, another world for most of us, shall we say. I think it's one of those that even like rares, like the, the numbers we're talking about here is that over a player's career, like Mbappe or anyone who plays from their 18 to say 33, and they've been licensed and so rare from the start, at the end of their career, which could be 10 years away, you're talking a maximum of 1,500 cards. That's mm. rares. If we're talking half a million people, like that's obscene. Let's even go to limiteds. You're talking 15,000 for 500,000 people. Yep. It's a very small percentage. So then whenever you go to the super rare end of things, 150 cards max. A lot of these guys that I have now only have 15 cards. Yeah. 15 cards and 500K. Like, yeah, they'll be worth stupid money because all the big wigs that come in and footballers, hopefully, and whoever else that want to play the game, you just name your price. Yeah. You know, we see we see that with super we see that with uniques particularly. We see it with a lot of super rares, in demand super rares at the minute. If someone wants my Jonathan David, my Ari Vershar, and my Nico Williams, good luck. Because I don't care what the last sale was. If no one's selling, no one's selling. If you want them, a bottle bore, you may pay me what, what I want. Now, whenever we're five hundred thousand users, rares could be like that too. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a really limited market. Some of the best players, there might only be one or two on the market at any time. Um, did, did anyone think that, you know, a Gap Pro Limited would be selling for the best part of a thousand pound? You know, when it's that when it started, it was, I suppose, you know, they wanted it available to anyone, didn't they? The platform that was the idea. But mm-hmm. there's some limiteds now. You've got no chance of of buying if you're just an, an average user that wants to get started. Um, and and the number of people playing is going up and up daily. So, like you mm. say, if you're, if you're talking five hundred thousand, why are you not talking a million people? Um, yeah. So, in a year's time, who knows what we'll be doing? Um, but I can't see it stopping anytime soon. Shall we say? Mm. Uh, yep. It'll be interesting because, I mean, even like an example I always have, even now in the rare division, is the likes of Trent. You'll you'll normally find with Trent at the minute, I nearly bet the guy over recently. He If he listens quick, quick, you know who you are. And he did well to, to avoid it because I nearly had him. I nearly had his Andy Robertson super rare and a Bastoni for a Trent because yep. Trent is so in demand. Yes, he scores well. Liverpool, bad, bad, amazing player, under 23 for now. There's a million reasons why you'd want them. But of the 83 rare cards out there, I'd say, I, I don't even know the number, but a handful at best are probably in the hands of people that are even thinking of trading them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a diamond hand market. It's like its own little market in itself. Like trend holders, there's not many people want to sell. If you go and look at the market at the minute, there's one who has it has them up for four and a half ETH. Outside that, who's that? That is a guy raffles, right? 
Outside that, people have them listed for seven and a half ETH, eight ETH, ten ETH, because no one really wants to sell. Yeah. yeah, no one wants to sell them really. And it's the same like with like say the Nico Williams super rare. There's like four of them or something. Me, Harry Trades, who's Welsh, won't want to sell them. YNWA won't want to sell them. I don't know who the other guy is. When you get cards like that, and the more users come on, rares will become more like that. It's really hard to pick them up, and then the auctions become more competitive because you're not getting them off managers because they want them. Yeah. So prices are only going to go up is what I'd say. If we do get half, the more people that come on and if so rare, keep making the right moves and if the Premier League was to happen and if there's other sports and if X, Y, and Z, there's no reason why the prices shouldn't keep rising because if the supply is coming in and it's outweighing the demand, no, if the demand's coming in and it's outweighing the supply, the I just can't see it dropping. Uh, and over you time did- though, like, you know, over time, I'm not saying they'll never dip. Of course, maybe someday they could. I mean, you never know. There could be something bad news, something happens. Anything can happen. But, I mean, in the short term, on the, the sort of hockey stick growth we're seeing, short to midterm, why, why would it stop? No. Uh, there's, you know, there's so much that they could do. And like I say, once they actually start advertising properly, it, it will be it will be massive. Um, I've been on the platform long enough, I'm pretty sure, to say that I remember a rare Mbappe being a, a thousand pound. I don't know what it was in ETH mm-hmm. at the time. And then five minutes later, they were selling for 20 grand. Um, and they haven't really dropped that much below that since at rare prices. So they, they, all the cards seem to hold their value at the top end. Um, and like I say, if we're going to 500,000 or a million, two million, who knows? Mm-hmm. The, the, card, the cards are only going to be what they are. They're not going to be any more. Um, and the prices will go with them as well. So I'm hanging on to some of my cards for as long as possible. That, that, what I'm thinking now is even with this super rare one today that I'm a bit disappointed in, I think now any super rares I get, I might just keep, unless I see them going down in value very soon. If it's something that I think, nah, he's got a bad transfer in him or <clears throat> he's 35 or whatever else. I mean, why not just keep him now? I'll just hang on to him because you just never know what that super rare could be worth. It's the classic one of people who sold Mbappe's pre-Gary V boom or yep. anyone. Like the regret there. I think Super Rares are going to just become so unattainable over time. And there's so much bitching about D2. Again, I trust them to fix it because it is broken. Um, it's just a matter of time. And when that happens, it's like the legends. When that happens, if you have faith in them, which I do long term, I think they've got, such, opportunity. they've got such a great product that people like playing they must know that they need to change a few things. I don't get involved with those prizes at D2, but um, I, I just think, like I say, they must sit there and have these conversations mm. and basically put things right. But you want to you wanna know when they're being put right, not just sort of randomly announced, I suppose. Um, but I would certainly hold on to any blue cards you've got because you don't know. They could just rock it at any, any point. Absolutely. Well, look, we're getting towards the end. I need to bounce very shortly. Um, I'm going off to Manchester this week. By the time people hear this, I'll already have been there. Meeting up with a bunch of so rare managers for some dinner. Going to the Man City Sporting Lisbon game. Um, so I need to get packed and I'm working on night duty tonight. So all that context out of the way, we're going to play the 137 game to round up as we always do. Last week, Mike nailed it. Now, there was an opta adjustment. 
this will be the I haven't messaged him about it since. He thought he'd won the Atibo. I thought he'd won the Atibo, but I think Gedson Fernandez ended up getting rounded up to a hundred, and it brought him from something like one hundred and thirty-seven point eight. He nailed it nearly to like one hundred and thirty-eight point four or something. So he didn't nail one hundred and thirty-seven, but it is probably the second or third best score ever. Um, for the record, again going forward to win the infamous Atibo, the grandest prize in so rare you need to nail 137. And what that means is 136.5 to 137.4. And going by their classic roundup, round down vibe. So give me your players for the week. I'm going to go with Jonathan David. Because like it. he is my <clears throat> main striker. And I'm going to go with my first buy on the platform. And that is Mamadi Kamara from St. Etienne. I used to have him. I don't know why I bought him first. He looked good, so I thought I'll spend 38 quid on you, and I've kept him ever since. So, um, he must have some XP. He has. I've got quite a few that have got decent XP. But um, those are my two, Jonathan David and Kamara, and see how they can do in the French fixtures, whatever they've got this week. Brilliant. I love it. I'm just going back now. I'm actually really interested in Kamara. Yeah, he's got the big 7.5% level 15. I love it. Um, look, Darren, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for listening to my ranting. I hadn't really planned that, but that's just how it happened. Discord was also down, and that's why throughout the podcast we didn't reference direct quotes and stuff, but it's back now. Um, and a big thank you to you as well. You're recording with me over at Champions League games. Munich are 4-0 up in Liverpool and a Dur 0-0. Um, I hope you weren't planning on watching them afterwards, recording no, or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, is there anywhere you want to be found or anywhere you want to be contacted or anything you want to plug? No, I'm, uh, you'll find me on Twitter, that's about it. I don't really get involved in Discord. So, um, yeah, Perfect. Twitter's fine. I, ch- I chat to a lot of the guys anyway. Um, I'll give loads of them a mention that have helped me out. Um, but, yeah. That's uh, that's where the best place to get hold of me is. I'll, I'll chat to anyone and be around. Like I say, I'm around for the long haul. Enjoy it. That's that's the reason why I'm here. Um, and then one day I'll run off with a, a massive gallery sold, shall we say. Sell to Pavel. Never, never. <laughs> never. You're still the devil. All right. Well, look, it's an absolute pleasure. It's at so rare underscore Dazzer on Twitter. It'll be plastered all over my, my Twitter and you'll see them in the description of this pod. Um, and thank you so much for listening. See you later, Darren. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're on Spotify or Apple, make sure you leave a review. It'll take you two seconds. Big thanks to Dazzer for his time and stay tuned for next week. Make sure you subscribe or we have another great guest. Thank you so much for all the support. Let us know on social media if you enjoyed it.